I'll just feel something. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. It's 826. I'm Kevin Millard. Thank you for joining me on the program this morning here. Hope you're having a a good day, a good morning, and looking forward to getting out and doing some uh, outdoor recreating. Saw some boats on the trailers uh, this morning uh, headed into work, and I'm, I'm, I'm making an assumption that... Uh, the, that they were uh, they were headed out, so it was uh, it, it'll it'll be a nice day for that. And today will be uh, not bad. Hopefully, like I said, the rain will hold off. Not that we couldn't use it, of course, but uh, tomorrow looks pretty nice. No real rain in the forecast, so it's uh, good stuff. And and speaking of actually being outside right now. Um, and that was one thing I did kind of want to touch on here just uh, briefly, too, that, uh, um, of course, the uh, before we get into the main part of the show here today, too, is that, yeah, the fishing uh, um, or the, the fire danger, pardon me, I should say, is uh, um, high in a lot of or high or very high in a lot of places in the state right now. And uh, I'm just I'm looking at the Wisconsin DNR, uh, the fire danger map that that they put out yesterday here for the, the weekend. And, uh, you know, probably what, maybe two thirds of the state is, uh, in the very high danger as far as, uh, fires go. And I mean, and you know, it's, it, our area is kind of a little mix of both here. Um, you know, Monroe and Jackson counties are, are in the very high, uh, lacrosse and Trempolo, Buffalo, uh, or in the high category, and then you move south, like the, to Vernon or Richland uh, or Crawford down in there, and it's moderate. So you know, but regardless uh, of what uh, uh, of of where you are, certainly uh, be careful, and, and of course, uh, you know, any kind of burning restrictions. I know uh, I could at least <laughs> yes. With the being outside last night, anyway, it's like yeah, you, you know, people had their fire pits going and things like that. But of course, uh, you know, that's maybe is a little bit different in town here. But uh, uh, you know, if you're out camping or out, you know, just outside, period, just uh, just be very careful, according to the DNR, just to uh, uh, to be safe. Um, and humidity is is low, um, especially in the northern part of the state, and you know, we just haven't had really any rain for uh, for a while. So again, conditions are pretty dry around a, a lot of the state. So just uh, just be safe if you're going to be thinking about a, a campfire there, uh, or just a little bonfire or fire pit, that kind of thing. Just uh, just be careful if you're going to be out this weekend doing that. And make sure that uh, you you attend to it properly. Don't want to. Uh, have any reports of any bad fires anywhere that's that would put a damper on things so to speak anyhow let's uh let's jump back into uh the uh, the main topic of the day here and uh, talking about walleyes this morning here and, and really you know from the the I, I mentioned this in the the fishing report earlier here too you know 
I think just about everything is is biting right now and 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 doing pretty well. Um, and as we kind of move into the, the the rest of May and early June here, really the only thing that uh, um, you know seems like you know when you get out, you know, we're getting into that time of year anyway. When you get out there fishing and you know you you find those heavy weeds and and vegetation like that, eh, you're going to get hung up from. At least I do anyway, and it's it it can be rather uh uh costly um sometimes. Uh well, some nice crankbaits that way, but uh you know, that and, and you swim jigs here and there. So that yeah, it's it that's the way it goes sometimes. Hopefully you can get them back, but yeah, sometimes that's just uh just not the case. But you know, and and some of these these weedy areas too really are uh you're going to find a ton of different varieties of fish that are are going to be calling home for uh, this early part of uh, I you know it's I think of this time of year we're May is like we're at the beginning of summer so uh and and today uh, just wanted to talk a little bit about uh, walleyes though you certainly aren't going to be limited to those in those those weedy areas certainly yeah i mean I, you know you're definitely going to be catching some uh, uh, bass with uh, with those presentations, with those crankbaits or spinnerbaits and things like that. Um, and, and, you know, with some of these weedy locations too, you know, lakes, rivers, bays, uh, it really offers just about everything that a fish needs to survive. You know, food sources uh, of different varieties, whether it's minnows, aquatic insects, things along those lines. Um Shade from the sun, uh, a little cooler water, good dissolved oxygen. You know, it just all those particular elements are there. Um, you know, so naturally, you know, weeds and weed lines are places you're going to want to be focusing on a little bit uh, this time of the year. Um, in roughly kind of uh, oh maybe a couple weeks to a month or so, kind of following the uh, following the spawn here. Um, and, and the walleyes, you know, they're looking to recover from their activities and are, you know, looking for those uh, uh, places where they can kind of eh, recover easily and 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 not necessarily have to work that hard for the uh, for the you know for their food and things along those lines. Um, you know, look for places. You know, concentrate on finding shallow, you know, vegetation. Maybe anywhere from you know even two to ten feet of water with some. You know, slightly deeper areas around it, say down maybe to about you know fifteen feet or so. Um, you're really not looking for places you know that much deeper until we start to get more into the summer and the water temperatures you know bump up another ten plus degrees or so. Uh, you know, and that's it's not it, it's going to be a little bit not long, but it's not going to you know it's not going to be tomorrow by any stretch. So. Um, until the waters, you know, bump up into the the 70s and 80s, so there's a little while we've got a, a window here that that has some opportunities, and that's what I'm talking about here this morning. So, okay, so we're hovering around uh, the weeds and weed line. Uh, so, what do you do to figure out where they are? Well, one rule of thumb is uh, let the sun tell you. If it's cloudy, the fish will be tending to to look for their meals on the tops uh, or above the weeds, things like that. And if it's sunny, kind of like what we're experiencing this morning and, and what tomorrow kind of holds, 
Um, you know, obviously more light penetration. They're going to be down a little bit more into the vegetation in there. And this makes, you know, uh, to me anyway, it, it kind of dictates what as far as a presentation I'm going to use anyway. You know, for cloudy days, you can try a variety of different lures. Maybe, you know, maybe you want to try a topwater or something like that, spinner or uh, shallow running crankbait. Um, you know, you can run over those weeds or, or bounce them over or through any kind of standing timber. Um, another overlooked place to uh, to drop a line. Um, you know, make a little noise, get that fish you're looking for uh, interested in your lure, uh, things along those lines. You know, there's... Uh, they also give you a, a variety of, of choices for running along the weed edge, whether, you know, you're trolling or just casting. Uh, and again, you know, I'm, I'm telling you about walleyes, but certainly don't be terribly surprised if, if you latch onto a bass or two, um, or even a northern for that matter, uh, along the way. Um, and as is the case with the, with walleye fishing in other situations, you know, jigs are, are an option for you as well. Um, you know, you can use any kind of a, a weedless jig or something along those lines. Just tip it with, uh, you know, a chunk of night crawler, uh, minnow, something along those lines. Uh, if you want to, uh, if you want to go with live bait, um, plastic certainly uh, are an option. Um, different uh, different colors, movements, things along those lines. I and and there are just a ton of choices there. Um, Just, uh, and, and really probably, you know, think, think along the lines, as I kind of mentioned at the beginning, there's just, uh, you know, <laughs> weeds and losing lures and things like, that. yeah, just, uh, some, some weedless jigs, um, you know, I think probably what I would do, you know, I'm mentioning plastics is certainly an option. It might be a good search bait for you as well. Um, but you know, if I'm going to be dropping into and in trying to find those little pockets and those little holes and things like that, um, I'm, I'm probably going to, I would be leaning more towards, uh, more towards live bait. But, you know, if I'm fishing a, along a weed line I, and, and just kind of searching, yeah, maybe try some plastic just for a little bit more action and a little bit more, uh, you know, some color options and, and things like that, just a little bit different, uh, movement to see what, uh, what's hanging out in there and what, uh, is willing to come out, to to, uh, to chase your lure down anyway. Um, and, and certainly obviously, you know, the combination of, uh, action and live scent, uh, or scent with the live bait, you know, when I'm, I'm kind of dipping into those pockets anyway, uh, will give me a, a little bit better advantage. Um, I think anyway, just give me a little bit more of an edge as far as, uh, as far as, Hooking up with one of those uh, one of those walleyes, and I talked about um, kind of at the beginning here too. I mentioned at the start that uh, you know there's a variety of life in these weed beds this time of year. So you know lure size can vary. Uh, it's it's kind of weird sometimes too because I've uh, talked to fishermen. It's like you know they've been fishing with just like a, a 16 ounce jig and catching fish. And others have been, you know, using three quarter ounces. It just, you know, you can vary the size up a little bit. Think about uh, that as an option as well. You know, the fish will let you know uh, the proper size. Um, and, and what you want to do uh, when you're kind of trying to track down where these fish are hanging out, 
is is find that bottom. It's easier said than done if you're in a really, really weedy area, but it can be done. I mean, you don't have to kind of jiggle the rod tip to get that jig down through the weeds there. And um, Actually, it's it's kind of a good thing <coughs> Excuse me, to keep that uh, uh, jig falling kind of slowly and, and erratically, I guess maybe might be a way to put it, um, because... It's that sort of erratic movement sometimes that that will will trigger a bite. Um, now, once you do reach the bottom, you know, just kind of lift that jig up and drop it again, like you know, the little minnow is is feeding off the bottom, eating stuff off the bottom, and you know, maybe you know, let it lay there for a second, pick it up again a little bit, and you know, just keep moving it around and dropping it into those pockets and until you find the fish. Uh, the other thing too, just remember to make sure you've got you know some of the slack. You've got all the slack out of the line if you think you've got a bite, you know. In these kinds of conditions, and certainly with uh, with walleyes, um, you know, you need to give it a really good hard hook set um, to uh, to get that hook point through the the hard mouth of the walleye. Um, but regardless of of your style or presentation, you know, you're going to be kind of ripping that lure, and 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 hopefully, you know bringing back the fish anyway through uh, through the weeds. So another thing to consider, too, is, um, you know, this isn't the time for four-pound test. Um, and uh, the the 99-cent monofilament, you know, 1,500 yards of 99-cent monofilament that you, you bought on clearance at the, the discount store. Uh, no, that's, uh, no. <laughs> you want some line with some, uh, some heft, um, you know, 10, 20 pounds, you know, something that, that's going to be able to, to stand up to the abrasion of the weeds and, and everything down there and also be able to pull it through the weeds without, uh, uh, without breaking, um, you know, take your pick any, you know, mono, you know, I suppose you could use heavy, heavier mono, but, uh, uh, but stuff, you know, like fire lines, it'll kind of cut, kind of cut through those weeds pretty easily there. And, um, uh, when you when you've got the fish on, um, and and certainly a little bit stouter rod, um, a medium on up, medium medium heavy, um, something maybe a little bit longer, seven and a half footer maybe uh, even eight, uh, especially again like I said uh, you want for that hook set and and for helping to to force those uh, force those <laughs> walleyes out of the depths. Uh, especially, like I said, if you're uh, you're dipping the rod while jigging, you know, keep that rod tip up certainly to keep the fish's head pointed up towards the boat. Uh, that's a key to to getting it out of heavy cover, you know. So therefore, you know, you're going to need a, a solid, tough line and a, a stouter rod to do that. Uh, one other thing that uh, and I overlook, it, but it it can be a money saver in the long run is is um is is part of your tackle buying. Uh, releasable split rings. Um, and that way, if you do get hung up and, and most likely you will quite a bit by, you know, fishing in the jungle, if you will, um, all you have to do is, uh, you know, just give steady pressure to the line and, and jig if you get hung up. Um, and then, uh, you know, it'll, it'll release itself. But I mean, it all is part and parcel really of, of making sure that, you know, if, if you have a, swivel on there or if you have you know 
the line, you know, make sure you, you know, all those parts are, are able to stand up to, to pulling things through. If, if you're doing bass fishing too, for that matter, I mean, it's the same, this, the same deal. Um, you know, that's just something to, uh, uh, to keep in mind, especially, like I said, if you're going to be fishing heavy cover and, and things like that, um, it's certainly different than fishing open water. Again, uh, the bottom line really is, uh, you know, this is a, a, a great time to get out there and, and try these patterns. You know, the, the temperatures, the water temperatures are, are pretty good. I, I think we've still got another couple of weeks where we, where this pattern would, uh, uh, would work out, um, and the nice thing is that, you know, as the summer moves in, the walleyes uh, move right out of the uh, shallower weeds and into the the depths anyway. And, you know, so you're, you're kind of, you're, you're kind of all set and you're, you know, you've got a little practice in and you're, uh, you're ready to go, you know, where everything's dialed in and, and uh, uh, you're all, all set to go out and catch some, some nice walleyes this season. So something that you uh, definitely, definitely keep in mind. It is uh, coming up on 843. We'll take a break and come back in a moment with more of WKTY Outdoors in just a second on WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait and Toma and by Ace of Lacrosse Sportsland in the Shelby Mall on the south side of Lacrosse. WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. He'll tell you where the fish are biting. Just go in and ask. 